Hello, hello, hello. Welcome everybody once again <laughs> to the People's Rose. This is a reality TV podcast where my wife and I, Brooke, talk to you about our favorite reality show. Say hi, Brooke. Hi. And oh my goodness, we've got an exciting episode this week. We're going to be talking about uh, a great episode of Claim to Fame. Mm. We're going to stop by Brooke's reality TV corner. <laughs> she's going to update on the stuff that she's watching. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're getting excited for the premiere of Big Brother Season 25 this week. We'll check in on that. And we're also going to talk Charity's Hometowns. Woo! Uh, which was the hometown episode of The Bachelorette this week. And that's where we'll start first. Brooke, what was your overall opinion on this week's episode of The Bachelorette with Charity? Um, It was good. And honestly, it was... Okay, the hometowns were not dramatic. But I would say it was not predictable. Like, I wasn't really sure who was going to go home. I was kind of thinking, I was kind of leaning towards Aaron, but I wasn't completely sure. Yeah, it was definitely, If I guess if you gave it a lot of stake into where Xavier stood last week, I felt he was on the chopping block, but I guess he just had either he had a, a a great week, which I think is true, or Aaron's wasn't just wasn't strong enough for her to get back to what they had originally. Yeah, which is kind of what she said. Which is also so char- characteristic of the show. Like you were saying in the beginning, whoever goes on the first one on one, like it never pans out for them. Right, right. Uh, great callback. No, I just. I think my overall impression of this hometown week episode, I thought it was a good episode. I thought, you know, what I was really impressed from and just every single um, hometown date that she had when she would visit with the family. We were talking about this while we were watching it. I thought Charity's answers to every question from the family member, from family members to her were just so on point. Yeah, she, she she's so poised, but also real it feels like it didn't feel exactly that's the great it was well thought out but still a genuine insight into how she was thinking and not just some produced boilerplate material she really really was articulating herself very well but in a non-fake way was it um aaron's mom who was like if he proposed today would you say yes and she was like, I wouldn't. Yeah. Was that who it was? That was Aaron's mom, but it wasn't like that. Like, you just went, ah, nah. <laughs> it was more of a, I, I don't remember exactly what she said, but it was just very from the heart and genuine about, the, about the situation. I, well, that's, what, that's why I use that as an example, mm-hmm. because she, it was genuine. Right. Like, it was, like... If it was, I don't know, it just didn't feel produced. No, you're 100% correct. Um, So, yeah, let's get into it. We got four dates with four guys that she's got remaining. That was Aaron, Joey, Xavier, well, Xavier and Dotton. And she started off with the Aaron date in the greatest city in the world. (laughs) Houston. Houston, Texas. (laughs) Houston. Actually, it was more like somewhere in the suburbs of Houston, Texas. The the first, like the second, they were, the state started, and you're like, we're in Houston, Texas. And she walked for about a quarter of a mile. I was like, you're not in Houston, (laughs) Texas. But I will say, I noticed all the cars behind her, and Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's accurate. Like anywhere you go, there's tons of cars. It definitely felt like Houston suburbs, you know. And don't get me wrong, for those who are listening and not, don't live in this wonderful city, this beautiful places to walk <laughs> there's beautiful scenery like i said it's the greatest city in the world but the vibe was definitely more suburbs and we know that he aaron b is actually from kind of close to where we are he went to seven lakes high school if that's any indication of where he's <laughs> we are from. not close to seven lakes high school I mean, we're not close, <laughs> but in the grand scheme of where the city is, I mean, okay, we're closer yeah. than someone who lives in Pasadena, Pasadena well, or, or Spring, Texas. We're on the same side of town. I, I think that's what I said. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I'm thinking. I didn't but, know we had a geography. No, but I just said that because do you know anything about Seven Lakes High School? Uh, I know that it has something to do with Seven Lakes. <laughs> it's like bougie. 
Okay, well, let's. This isn't a high school <laughs> podcast. Okay, anyways. okay, sorry. Yeah. So, anyways, so um, that's where Aaron was this week in our great town. It didn't he didn't really have anything exciting planned for her that was city related? He just kind of t- took her to a park bench. I remember? Well, oh, at first, yeah, yeah, and then they went to his high school. Oh, well, it's not even certain that it was his high school football stadium. I don't know if they said that exactly. It was a high school football yeah, stadium. Yeah, he was like high school, or he was like football was really important to me. Yeah, he got her letterman jacket, and then they danced in the middle of a high school football field. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's, that can be romantic, but I, I'm thinking, come on, man. There's, there's, there's more he could have shown her. That feels a little has-been-ish. It, I, it honestly feels maybe Charity's like, oh, this guy's best days are behind him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if we were maybe. if we were 18, I would have appreciated this. But seeing as how I'm a grown woman and you're a grown man, you know what I mean? Right. He, I'm just saying there was a way he could have pulled it off. That was not the way. Right. So, again, maybe that's why he didn't make it through. So, Aaron, after, you know, the side stuff, the, the main part of these hometown dates, he went and saw her family. What do you think of uh, Aaron B.'s family? I thought they were just seemed sweet. They just seemed like your typical traditional family to yeah, me. Yeah, at first I was getting kind of lame vibes. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'd be lying if I said that it, that wasn't my first. But I think that had more to do with my my assessment of Aaron B. and less to do with his family. Yeah. His, his brother, his father, and his mother, and his sister-in-law, who we saw very little of, but they all seemed very sweet, very supportive, very real down to earth. Yeah, they seemed kind of serious yeah. or like, um, sen- I guess sentimental, but... I don't think they were sentimental. Yeah, okay, not sentimental. Well, remember him and his brother were chatting, though, and they were, like, tearing up. I guess, in a sense, that's sentimental, but here's why I think that's it's not sentimental. Because, okay, he had the conversation with his brother... Had a conversation with his dad. It almost felt like they were taking this opportunity to say things that they don't say often. Oh, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they kind of got worked up about it. Yeah, that's true. Which is fine. Um, and then that was the beginning of these these good answers to tough questions that we saw from Charity because Aaron B's mother was kind of just kind of straightforward with it. Like, what do you see yourself marrying my son? Well, mm-hmm. You know, the typical mm-hmm. stuff. But Charity handled herself very well. She was very composed. Everyone who in Aaron's family seemed to agree with that. But um, I'm is there? Can you say there's anything that you'll remember a year from now about this date? Not a, not at all. I honestly wonder if next week I'll remember what happened. <laughs> yeah, this it was. No. And that, you know that's great. You don't want your family to be that crazy. But, sure. And you're right. For TV, this was one of those. Let me go get something to drink moments. Mm-hmm. And then um, he said he was falling in love with that after with her after that date. I guess that was the clarity he needed. Yeah. You know, a little set sit by the lake and a little dance in the high school stadium to be like, oh, yeah, that's right. I, <laughs> just like I fell in love in high school, I can fall in love with this grown woman. <laughs> but it was kind of sweet that they danced to their first song that they ever danced to by Lauren Elena. Oh, the, yeah. Whoever that is. I know she was on the season. Is she a country singer, Brooke? Yeah, she is. Brooke, our resident country <laughs> you, music expert. Okay, no. <laughs> but she, but I will say this is one of the only one of the few i have ever known on this show before yep brook country music okay, listener enough. okay and so I, I i will say though leaving that date i don't know if i expected aaron b to go home i just thought okay this guy's your regular run-of-the-mill boring um contestant right? right yeah he didn't really do anything to elevate himself or bring himself down it was just kind of whatever I really don't have anything else to say about Aaron B. Except that we know eventually he ends up going home. Why ultimately do you think she sent him home? Have we said that? Why would you have if you had to guess over some? Because she, she had some she had some struggles with Joey I think in this she, date, and and Xavier was on thin ice. Why do you think he was the one who got the chopper? I up? think she just didn't feel a spark, and I think she likes a little bit of drama. I well okay well I hate to do this I think she said the exact opposite she said she w- she told Jesse that she was falling in love with all four of them she felt for all four of them and this was so hard and she didn't even know if she could send them home oh, do you remember that I so to say that she didn't feel that. a spark and, and she that she kept, wanted drama I don't she know she kept saying she kept saying I just don't even am I making the right choice yeah. I just he's gonna be shocked he's not gonna know what was coming. But I think I think that was more about her not wanting to break up with somebody. 
than it was about her connection to Aaron, honestly. Right. You know, okay, well, yeah, that could be it. That could be yeah. it. Another thing I think it could be is Aaron was one of the first guys besides the he who shall not be named that she felt a connection <laughs> with. You remember, like, at the beginning of the season, he was strong off the gates front runner, but he was plagued with, uh, then she didn't think about him. Yeah. For, like, however long the season right. lasts. Right. So I don't know if it was that she just... I, it was just, I think the confusion has more to do with just that you're right. She had valid connections with everyone. And she was like, I did feel it with you, but so I know it's there. You know what I mean? Who mm-hmm. knows what it is? Ultimately, he went back, not even back to Houston. I don't know if he lives here anymore. Um, but she hold the door. Although we saw in the previews, he might be coming back. I think he's coming back. I think it's, sure. I think it's a certain, you know, your resident um, podcast reality TV host. We did the do, we did the work. We did our due diligence and watched that preview. Maybe what another ten times? <laughs> however, how many ever times it took to get? A, we have to know, right? But I think it is him. Obviously, that comes back. I and think so. We'll see next week how long he stays after he comes back. Right. So after his date, um, at least in the show. We go to Joey in Collegeville, Pennsylvania. Joey. Is that Collegeville, Pennsylvania? Where's that, Brooke? No clue. All don't right. know, don't care. Neither do I. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's a Collegeville, Pennsylvania. It reminds me of those Dr. Pepper or Dr. Pepper. Man, what is that? Yeah, that's whatever. This is Dr. Pepper commercials. It just felt like a made-up town. There's people who, people who know what I'm <laughs> what? talking about know what I'm talking about. I love Dr. Pepper, and I have no idea what you're talking Those about. Those commercials, Fansville, the Dr. Pepper Fansville oh, during football season. Okay, that's where we're at. Fansville, Pennsylvania, sponsored by Dr. Pepper. So Joey's date. He's in um, Pennsylvania. Joey actually lives Dang, in Hawaii. Joey lives far away from home. Right, which I didn't you know even that's think deep. About that. I wanted to address that. To move from Pennsylvania to Hawaii is quite is almost halfway across yeah, halfway like, around the world. Dang, dude. So I'm um, you know, and there was some there was some Ooh, tension. Yeah. You know, it's, maybe there he is didn't more have to, to move, this story. He didn't have to move to Hawaii. He could have moved to Ohio, you know. Joey yeah, because let's get into that. Joey's uncle from the jump, first of all, showed up at their little like individual date playing tennis right because joey is a tennis pro yeah like is like tennis instructor right and 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 the uncle was just or and he was just like oh me and my uncle are so close we don't know if this is mom's brother dad's brother we don't really get a backstory about why they're so close we did actually his 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 uncle is the reason he learned to play tennis and why he loves playing tennis and his uncle was there for him teaching him tennis <laughs> shoot i must have yeah, fallen asleep you were, during no, that you were kind of i'm not gonna i didn't want to call you out you're a little zoned out oh my parts, but don't gosh worry, don't worry, i watch for us okay but and then didn't they say at one point too that they're very similar kind of uh kind of and okay. maybe interest and likes well anyway then he was the uncle was like I don't, I, something's off. Joey wasn't being himself at the tennis courts or he wasn't as, there wasn't chemistry at the tennis courts. Which is, I mean, if you can't find chemistry at the tennis courts, then I guess it's just <laughs> all over. Yeah. His, he literally walked in, said, Hey, how's it going? Charity's smiling. She's giddy, having a great time. And he looks with Joey and then he go, they cut away to his interview with the producer and Joey's uncle's like, don't see it. Yeah. I just don't get it. Joey <laughs> hates this girl. Right. No, he didn't go that far. But I mean, yeah, we just. But um, he from the get go was kind of skeptical. Now Joey said that his um his uncle's a skeptical guy. Yeah. He so did I guess say we that. we couldn't be too surprised. But it was kind of from the get go with his family. Okay, so then Rocky. the uncle talks to Joey, and he's basically like, "Is it even really there?" And I thought Joey did a great job of being like. Yeah, I really like her. Like I, you know, this is this is I'm in. I, did you say I'm in love with her? Eventually, he did, right? No, I don't know if he ever really said that to anyone but his mother that they showed on film. He did say 
that he did tell his uncle, like, affirmed that he could get there with her oh, and that yeah. she could be the one. Well, then the uncle was like, well, are you being your true self? I know you can be a people pleaser. Didn't he say that? Yeah, he said, you know, are you being who you who you are or who you think others want you to be? Right. And he, he alluded to that being an issue that Joey or maybe their families had in the past. We do know his father... Uh, came out to the family kind of I don't know if it's you can call it halfway but while he's married to the mom still and who's to say how long he the father felt he had to be somebody else to please oh that's what I that's what we were talking about because the uncle was big it it seemed like they were because even when Joey was talking to his mom it seemed like the whole family was like hypersensitive about not being your true self and and like importance on being your true self right. in a relationship, so, but it never—they never made it clear if they were talking specifically about Joey and his experiences, unless I missed that, or just in general that was a concern of their families. Right? Yeah. But I guess understandably, well, for anyone that's ever tried to people please, that can be an issue. Right. Before we get too far down Joey's track, I do just want to say, charity going into this date was all set on it being a great date with joey she she said multiple times that at the end of the night if all things went well she wanted to tell joey that because joey had said he she was falling in love with he was falling in love with her and so she wanted to let him know this next date oh i'm also falling in love with you which is kind of a signal a sign like wow this guy's a front runner this guy you know yeah so she's she's giddy she wants to meet his family she's like Doing putting her best foot forward and um, doing the best she can to try to get to that good date, but so far it didn't. It wasn't, you know. It just, but well, I, I guess it was. But he were already getting pushed back from the family. So we saw his dad, his mom, his uncle, his two sisters. His sisters were nice, you know. You got the protective sisters, but they weren't. It didn't seem like they were pushing her out or anything, right? Right. And then. Finally, like they said, we just got a bunch of like, are you being real, Joey? You know, you got to focus on yourself. I mean, you got to be the person who you want to be and not who someone else wants you to be. But he just was adamant that he was being real. And she also was adamant that he was real because Joey's uncle also brought it up to her. Right. He was like, are you certain that you're getting the true joey how would she know how would she know <laughs> how would she know like, like i don't know does he is he is he uh, you tell me right so then she's like oh i think she was really caught off guard and didn't really know how to respond because that's what i would have wanted to ask but i don't know if i would in the moment but afterwards i would be like well wait what do you think i'm not seeing or like what are you you know like what are you alluding to exactly so and then they left on really weird terms like when she was getting in the car she was crying because i think the uncle put this like skepticism and doubt in her head right so then joe is like what is going on and i was so frustrated i wanted her to tell him in that moment but i think she was like overall it was a good date so i don't want to bring this up and like rock the boat right but poor joey was like what's going on right which maybe he should have just asked but i don't know it was very weird because he he was kind of plowing through. You know what? I just I'm thinking this thought while, while it's happening because or while while I'm speaking it because she didn't really vocalize her. Hey, your family was kind of weird. They don't, you know what I mean. She was just kind of whatever moving yeah. on, and he didn't really push forward to say, "Hey, things are a little weird. Are you right. okay?" Exactly. He was just like, "It's gonna be good. Everything's gonna be great." And she was like, "Yeah, I hope so." Ex- and it's like, "Hey, can y'all communicate?" Exactly. I mean, as much as it seemed like they were strong and they were going to, he was gonna go um, quite a, quite a ways, which he has. I don't know if that's a good start, if this is the start to their relationship. Right. This kind of, this lack of communication. Well, I think this is going to come back. Like, I think they're going to talk about it again. Definitely. To come. At some point, they're going to have to. Also, we should note, this was Charity's, she said, first time meeting a, a family that wasn't black, right? She said, this is the first time meeting a family that doesn't look like me. Right. So good job, Charity. That's something that's great. 
getting out there, changing it up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and also, I'm glad that they were nice to you. Yeah, okay. Because it could have gone a very different way. Right. Okay, so that was kind of it for that. Then we move on to Xavier State. He's from Cleveland. I don't know if I remember that because he lives kind of North Carolina. I guess that's where he's going to school for his oh, um, yeah. PhD, I think it is, right? Or mm-hmm. what? Master's, whatever it is. PhD, I think. And so they started off, you know, okay, so she's kind of had this view of Xavier as kind of like an, an aloof player who isn't really ready for commitment or a deeper, more vulnerable, more vulnerable relationship. And so what does he do? He has a very deep and personal relationship. I mean, date with her in Cleveland. They go knitting. That was so freaking cute. I guess it's just like That was so cute. It was like a knitting club. Right. It was like the most unique group of people. But they were all very earnest. It was was awesome. And they just seemed so happy. Xavier seemed so light and free and personable. Like, it seemed like he could genuinely be himself around his family, which I think is amazing. Right. And so we got knitting date. We got a cafe, which was very, you know, you just sit and talk and and have some coffee. And so we got to see he's showing him from the get-go his softer side, which I think was the right move. Not that it's about moves, but remember he was on rocky ground, so maybe this has played in a part in why he's still around. And then he he said, you know, he was just still honest about how he'd overcommitted in the past and his family affirmed that and shared his conversations. And just like you said, they were... They were serious, but they were nice and sweet and sincere to charity. We had we spoke of her glowingly. And I think another thing that came through strong is that they all kind of said how much Xavier had told them he was ready to be in a relationship and yes. was ready to be a dad. Yes. Which I think for charity was like, oh, wow, this these are thoughts he's having. This is where he, he is in life. That's where I am, presumably, I guess is what she was right. thinking. And right. I, I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I, I guess I, if I'm rooting for anyone, I am kind of rooting for Xavier. I, I thought, love Xavier. Right. I thought he had, he seems like a good guy. He's smart. You know, he seems polite and sweet. And so I was just like, this is the kind of guy you want, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> there's three black guys. So, I mean, it's not like he's the only representation, but you're like, these are the kind of guys you would want your sister to pick, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was it's good to be that he's he's up there and so I hope he but um I I truly think Xavier and Dotton are both great picks. Great picks. I think Joey is an okay pick, but I am iffy after his family. Right. But, Only because not because he's a bad guy, right. but maybe he doesn't have full self awareness of who he is. Right, yet. exactly. Maybe he's not at that stage in life where he can commit to someone sure. else. Sure. Okay, so we're three dates in. Just we um of the three so far, actually I'll ask this question after we talk about Dotton's date. So Dotton, we went to Fresno, California, right? Mm-hmm. And um and we saw his family. They're from Nigeria. They did the fake out. He, of course, thought his parents who were vacationing in Nigeria were not going to be able to make it. But, you know, we come to Dotton's house. We meet his um, aunt, sister, brother, grandma, who seemed awesome. Mm-hmm. And then around the corner comes his parents. Yay! Which is very cool. It was sweet. very like, yeah, of course, you'd like to see your parents. Very, very home. sweet. It's, it's, um, I mean, they're 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 Nigerian for real. They still have the accents. His mom seemed to love charity, and he was like, right. "I don't know, my mom can be really critical." But no, she came right. And at the end, when they showed all those gifts she gave her, right. that was so cute. Very, yeah, very like loving. Nigeria gifts from my Nigeria. Right, she said African prints. And yeah, various fertility items. <laughs> um, so they were all were speaking very highly of him. It's always good. Sometimes you, you get to these hometowns and the family, in the sweetest way possible, is telling, hey, we don't know if he's ready. You know, they got to support their guy. But we didn't have too much of that on these dates. Dotton's, like everyone else's family, were very spoke very highly of him, which is a good sign for Charity's choices. And then after the family uh, meal, um, Dotton took her to a drive-in. Which was cool. Remember, she's super cute. 
Charity saw it as a sign because her dad went to drive-ins with her mom. Oh, yeah. And I kind of wanted to be like, Charity, I think everyone's parents did that at some <laughs> point in time because they're old and that's what that's what's kind of oh one of the options gosh. were at the time. No, I'm joking. But she really took she looked, took a lot of stock in that he did that. And I thought the the hometown, the uh, not hometown, the growing up videos from Dalton's family and her family were always cool when they do that. And so. Right. I would think of the activities, like the hometown activities, show who you are. I think maybe, I think of those four, we had the drive-in, the knitting, the tennis, and dancing in the, the, the high school field. I think the coolest one was the knitting. You Definitely. got to see him in a different environment. Yes. He was relaxed. He was patient when he was showing her how to knit. Yes. She, I think, I think um, but the dot and drive-in was a close. Agreed. So again, we got that kind of a mild shock at the end when it was Aaron B who was sent home. So our final three now are Dotton, Xavier, and Joey. And going into next week, who do you think is is the front runner? I guess just as where we where from where we stand now. I think Dotton. I agree. I agree. I really do. I think, but I don't know though. Her and Xavier really have a chemistry, like a sexual chemistry. So the fantasy suites may push him a little further. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think Xavier and his and her connection is strong. It's just kind of late blooming, don't you think? I don't know if there's enough time to catch that up. That could be true. That could that's to, a fair assessment. So where where she's at with Dotton. Dotton's kind of always reassured her. But we'll just see. Okay, so now that we're on top three, do we want to say who we think is getting the final rose? I guess, sure. Who do you think it is? Well, I, I, that's kind of what I was just saying. That's the kind of question I just asked. That's what I meant by who you think oh! the front runner is. I said, Dotton, do you not think it's Xavier? That's what I, that's no, what I was I asking. No, I do think it's Dotton. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Okay, yeah. Um. So that was another week of The Bachelor. I think it's been a good season so far. But it's just going to be one of those. Oh, yeah. Charity season was nice, I think. Yeah. No matter how crazy it gets here at the end. It, it has felt quick. I will say that. Yeah, very quick. Okay. Before we get on to some other reality shows, some of our other bigger shows, I do just want to do a quick Project Runway pop in. Anna survived another week if for the for the small <laughs> She's on the overlap of people who watch Project Runway and listen to this podcast. Just know we're full on. I'm a full on Anna. Yeah, speak for yourself. Supporter, and I. It's sometimes I'm like this. Is the last week, Brooke, she had a good run. The judges were like, another great design from oh Anna. Oh my I'm like, gosh! You can't count this girl out. Yeah. I truly think she has the best style, but we don't have time to personal get personal style. Maybe not her fashion. Mm, yeah, you're you're probably right, but we don't like. I said, go Anna, keep it up. I think Brittany is on thin ice, and I'm sad about that. Um, but we had a Christian Siriano save with Rami. Right, right. Which so. is cool. Yeah, so we'll hopefully that season I'm enjoying this season. Hopefully we'll just see Anna stumble her way all the way to the final um fashion show. <laughs> okay, let's hear from Brooke. You got some stuff in your your little corner of I shows that you watch. Things. And most of the time I know what you're talking about looking at our notes but i have i don't really know what any of this stuff is so <laughs> okay. fill me in fill us in okay lots of drama this week so monique samuels from real housewives of potomac you may know her as the girl who got into a physical altercation with candace but is no longer a housewife because of it her and her husband got recently got divorced following the fight and it was alleged that she was having an affair with her trainer. Well, there is a friend of the housewives named Sharice who is allegedly the person who started the rumor about the affair. And Sharice was seen this week having dinner with Monique's ex-husband. So, take that as you want. Not sure what's going on. But it appears that they're having some sort of relationship. So pretty shady, if you ask me. Okay. Are those two? I, I know Monique's on the show. Sharice on the show? Yeah, she's a friend of. But she's not a cast member. Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So the the cat there's the cast, and then there's the friends of. So they're the ones that are on the show, but they don't get to be on the intro and hold the like for George or Atlanta. They hold the peach. Yeah, I think they're just. I don't yeah. know what they hold for Potomac. I think it's just they're not a cast member, you know. They're yeah, but it's a it's like a thing. Like they'll be like, "Oh, Marlo's dying for her peach," and she like finally got her peach. They're like, "Oh, Marlo got her peach," so it's like a thing. Okay, you're right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch the exactly. Show. I'm telling you. Okay, go ahead. Um. Okay, so then on um Kardashians, it was the season finale. Lots to unpack with chloe and tristan but i'm honestly not so interested in that i'm more interested in the kim and kylie of it all so kylie she came on the show this season in and out and she did her kylie thing which is not really give any information about her life whatsoever she's like very much under the radar which okay whatever that's fine um But in one segment, she was like, Kim and I have gotten so close because we have come to find out that we are so much alike and we have so many similarities. And she was like, I can't really get into all of them, but like we'll text and be like, oh, yeah, same. (laughs) So I'm like putting over here, like getting these theories. Well, it's like. I feel like it it's obvious it has to be similarities between Kanye and the end of Kim and Kanye and and Travis Scott and the end of Kylie and Travis and the fact that both of them Kylie and Kim moved on to these I don't even just like skinny weird yes skinny white guys um, because it is now alleged that Kylie is dating Timothy Chalamet and Travis has a line in his song about, um, him, right? Yeah, like him being Willy Wonka. Yeah. It's, I guess a diss, a diss to her, to, to tra- her dating Timothy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll take that as a confirmation that they're dating. Um, so that has to be what it's about, but. Um, that's pretty much that. Uh, oh, then last thing on Real Housewives of Miami, Lisa, the, in the, in the most recent season, one of the big storylines is that Lisa's husband, Lenny, is leaving her and it was bad. Like, it was like, like shocking. Like, he basically just pulled the rug from underneath her and was like, I have a girlfriend. Like, oh, he had, okay, this is what happened. He had a hot mic moment where he was telling another person. A hot mic moment is when you, oh, I explained this in the first one. Yeah. Well, anyway, so he had a hot mic moment where he was talking to somebody else about, um, his mistress basically his girlfriend and how he wanted to leave lisa so then it came out and then lisa so then he did well the divorce is not finalized they're still married and he posted on social media that he is now engaged to his mistress yikes so lisa gets on there and she's like congratulations to my husband lenny and his mistress on their engagement (laughs) it was fabulous yeah i think that's actually a great way to handle it same same so yeah that was um the news with that this week and that's that's gonna be it for my little reality roundup nice check-in i like that i don't have to i mean i can just instead of watching these shows i can just listen to your lovely voice (laughs) oh tell me what's happening so you know that's that's good Okay, before we get to Claim to Fame, which was an excellent oh my gosh. episode. Such we, a good episode. We have to prep for the premiere of Big Brother, which will be Wednesday of this week. Maybe today. Maybe it was yesterday, depending on when you're listening. To. For those of them, that's, the, that's our attempt at the theme song for Big Brother. We're big Big Brother fans. It has. We've been 
longer than we've known each other both really big super fans of the show uh you know as we were dating it was a big part of that um that process we'll so tell just, you all that story soon. yeah we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk a lot of big brother on the show just a heads up but before the season premiered we had the special which you know we're uh we're you know we're a family we have yet we yet to see that jv did not let us watch that yet the 25th season special for big brother it's season 25 of big brother but aside from that they have released released the cast list for this season and man we're excited if you go to i think it's what is that called weekly hollywood hollywood weekly us weekly what is us that? weekly maybe it's us weekly they had that cast list with all the bios not full-on bios but just little blurbs about them and then a lot of other media outlets have gotten to interview the cast so far so we know quite a bit about them it looks exciting we got a diverse cast um we know cbs is, is committed to casting the reality shows to kind of you know match the changing away America looks, which is really great. Um, and this cast, you know, it's always tough when you get a cast list because you may think one thing about somebody and be completely wrong and be disappointed. But we just got a lot of info. We'll talk about that when we when the show actually premieres. But before we get um, before that happens, Brooke, looking at the cast list, looking at some of the people we've got the info on, who would you say are your two most excited cast members for whatever reason you think they'll be villains you think they'll go far you think you're gonna root for them oh my gosh it's so hard first of all there's so many super fans which is awesome i love that it it looks i mean you already mentioned this but it looks like such a good diverse cast with different um backgrounds i mean of course they have like they've they've obviously casted like oh the jock oh the, the you know yeah but still i think it looks good um gosh it's so hard to say it's so hard to say who i think is gonna go <sighs> i don't even know i think riley has some potential okay um and why well, because, Riley's twenty four, Nashville bartender, claims to be a super fan. What I think because her whole fan, the whole her whole family are super fans, so she's probably been watching for a long time. But that can, you know, we know that can cause that can be actually a detriment. Yeah, okay. you're true. That's true. That's true. Um, maybe Nicole because she does the politician stuff, political stuff. Okay, she might be good. Um. I mean, if she's trying to play like Janelle, then yeah, that's that's promising. Okay, well, we're gonna hold you to that. Every single week, they do something bad on the show. I'm gonna play sound bites of you saying that you're rooting for them, <laughs> so we can so you can be wrong. There, I think, wait, I you know what I just said though what? is or what I just I just said oh the typical jock. I'm actually not seeing the typical jock. Maybe this, maybe Corey, but he actually no, looks like little. I think they do have, if you've seen their, their full body, Jared is pretty big. Um, and I think Matt Klotz, he's, I mean, he's a, a Olympic gold medalist, deaf Olympic gold medalist. So oh, got some true, jocks. true. And maybe not typical in that sense, but um, no, you got some jocks. Okay. Wait, wait. So why are you going to, why are you going to play mine back and say... Oh, these are you were wrong. Wait, wh- hold on. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. J O K E. Wait, Sometimes I want to hear who funny. you think is going to be good, so I can play it back and tell you you were wrong. I've been trying to get to it. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, I was, that was what I was about to say next. Okay, so I think ah, uh, I I just got it. I think Blue Kim. I think that's her name. That's how she's. She's got her name listed. Blue Kim is going to be a strong contender. Why? She, she's a brand strategist. I think brand strategy is you think about how you're portrayed or how a corporation is portrayed and how you want people to act as a result of that. Mm. I think that's a big part of Big Brother. She seems to be personable. And if she's thinking in that way, I think she can go far. Okay. I am also going to put in stock for Jack Baines. He's an owner of a truck company. That means he's good at facilitating people. 
Um, he's the first Sikh house guest in the U.S. Big Brother history. Um, he claims to be a secret genius, which I think makes me would make me personally dislike him. <laughs> but you kind of need that kind of irrational confidence to good, do good on a show like this. <laughs> and then finally, just personally rooting for Jared Fields is the son of Siri, who is yeah. a survivor um, legend, and she was. Um, one person we rooted for on this Peacock show, reality show called Traders. She did really well on that. And her son, Jared Fields, like I said, is on the show. So, I mean, I hope he does well. I don't know if he's going to do well just because his mom is good at reality I know. TV. I feel like I it don't want to put... Too, it could go either way. I don't want to put too way. much pressure on it, but... Right, or right. expectations. But we got, we've got literally so much more to say about Big Brother. We just... If we start getting into it now... It will spend two hours talking about it on this one-hour podcast. Literally. Okay, so let's get on to this awesome episode of Claim to Fame. <laughs> if you're not watching this, we let me just take a moment. I guess Brooke and I will both take a moment. This is a really, really fun show. I think it doesn't have the commitment as Big Brother with all the live feeds and all the other things going on, but it's got a kind. It's got a kind. The it's also got the casual interest though of us guessing along with the contestants who their celebrity relatives are so you can participate at home you know what i mean and you might be thinking about it even when you're not watching the show and as we've learned this week it's got twists it's got turns it's got shocks it's got strategy i'd say it's a really great show and if you're not watching it you should at least check it out would you agree yeah definitely okay well what happened on this awesome week of claim to fame okay well 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 i'll say it started off a little weird i felt they kind of the editing was kind of interesting because they were covering a lot of stuff that was like that wasn't on last episode but they kind of just were breezing by it seemed like and i'm talking about how they just kind of were like oh yeah now everyone knows that chris is not related to jim carrey because they just showed everybody seeing his clue out of nowhere that didn't happen i don't think last episode yeah, did they it did just kind of show everyone looking at Christmas right clue. and then everyone it was just kind of like catching us up and i think i know why now because there was so much stuff that was going to happen in the ed- episode they just kind of wanted to breeze by that let you know like everyone knows chris is not jim carrey um everyone thinks jr is related to the baby not yeah. everyone and then chris and gabriel shared clues about yeah. Hugo and Monet. Okay, so they had the interrogation challenge. Which was great. We liked that from the first season. Yeah, so basically they they one person goes into the interrogation room and the rest of the the um cast get to ask questions that they're and they're hooked up to a lie detector and so they have to answer. Um and they can see like their heart rate. They right. have a heart rate monitor. So it's not really hooked up to a heart rate lie detector. They just could just see the heart oh. rate and judge for themselves if they were lying. Oh, okay, my bad. So um yeah, I thought they had great questions, but here's the thing: is they don't know if you're telling the truth or not. Right. right? right. So you kind of can decide. So then, I was a little confused on this. So. The people that are asking the questions, they then make a guess to who the celebrity relative is, or how does that work? They, if they explained that, they didn't explain it well because at the end they tallied right. the correct number of responses. I was like, wait, what? Like, what did they tally? It had to just be like what that person was going to answer, yes or no, right? Oh. And I guess, or maybe it was, is this the truth or not? But they don't tell them if they got it right. It was just they have an idea that they were on the right path. Okay. The where, the how of how they picked a winner was a little fuzzy, but I thought the interrogation questions, even and of themselves, what they revealed about the contestants were victory enough for some of these people. Yeah, so Some of the standout see. questions were they focused on Chris to kind of eliminate that it was Jim Carrey, but they didn't get any closer to guessing who he's related to. It yeah, was, because... All of the cat, uh, everybody left is young. Like I don't think they're gonna even know who Donny Osmond is. Right. He's like sweating bullets. Like right. now they know it's a seventies teen heartthrob, and right. I'm like, dude, who? What even is a seven? Who even is a seventies teen heartthrob? Right. So then we had Jr. All their questions were geared to him being either the baby or or a Miami Heat basketball player. JR did really good. He did really well until Gabriel, who wins the competition, oh, yeah. pulls his clues. Yeah. And it, the clue is still fuzzy, but the ending part of it is Old Town Road. 
So it has to be Lil Nas X. X. But you know what it said? It said B I U at the beginning of the clue. But does that mean could it be by? No, 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 no. Why? So when you write on a when you write on a word document, you can select bold, italics, or um, underlined. Oh. And it was bold, italics, underlined, and it had the B selected. So it was bold artist who made Old Town Road. Oh. So that's Lil Nas X. Um, which I was really proud. I, I figured that clue out. Um, so yeah, they uh. So we know he's related to Lil Nas X, which they know now Chris and Gabriel do. But at that point in the show, when they were thought he was DaBaby or um, a Miami Heat basketball player, they had no clue. Now, he, oh, sorry. Well, I'm just going to say now when it comes to Gabriel, nobody knows anything about Gabriel. Right. Let's just go through who people who, they have no clue on. They have no clue on Gabriel. They have no clue on Chris. They now have a clue on JR being Lil Nas X. They have no clue on Monet. They yeah. think it's Tracy Morgan. Yeah, I just it's JB Smooth. That's who it is. It can't be. I don't think that I don't know how if you don't know who JB Smooth is, you're never gonna guess that. It's gonna right. be hard too. Right. Well, I guess that goes for anybody. Well, that's they also had no clue on Olivia. They had no clue, and we had no clue. I don't think anyone in America Nobody knew Olivia. So okay, let's Oh, and they have no well, they have a clue on Carson. But let's yeah. let's get to it. Okay, so let's let's fast forward to the end. Olivia Pick ends up being in the bottom because of the challenge along with Chris. So they get they choose Olivia to guess another person's celebrity relative. Celebrity relative, right? Yeah. And of course she picks Carson. Carson, which everyone just knows for sure is related to Jeff Gordon, even though she said bold face to everyone's face, I'm not related to Jeff Gordon. <laughs> right. And they're like, yeah, whatever, Carson. To the point that even I and you, you and I looked at all the clues and were like, it's 100% Jeff Gordon. I mean, yeah. I mean, I never said that because I you don't did. know anything about NASCAR. Right, so. but it was convincing that that's who sure. it was. Sure. So when Olivia got up there, picked Carson, and she was like, I'm so sorry to do this to you. Carson's like, it's okay. You know, if someone's going to send me home, I'd want it to be you. Olivia says Jeff Gordon. The, you know, the TV, we think they're doing a fake out to make us think it's not Jeff Gordon. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, it's Jeff Gordon. It wasn't Jeff Gordon. So I think it's confirmed it's a race car driver, but they don't know. No, I don't. No one in the house has a clue. Nobody knows. They're just gonna have to guess the race car drivers. And then they know. she was like in her in her little one on one interview. Yeah, I just let everyone think it was Jeff Gordon. I went along with it. Right. I was like, oh my gosh, that's genius. Right, but. The most shocking twist of all right, because, was because right. Olivia guessed wrong. Her celebrity was revealed and she had to go. And her celebrity was Jenna McCarthy. And which, everyone was like, what? Everyone instantly was like, we never would have guessed that. She would have won. Never would have guessed that. She would have won. Literally in the beginning of the episode, I was like, Olivia is playing such a great game. She's like under the radar. Right. People are bouncing around Carrot Top. Right. But. Uh, they thought maybe uh, Jim Carrey for her for a little while too, as well. But remember, she was going so hard on Jim Carrey. Right. She was like really trying to get everyone to guess Chris Jim Carrey for Chris. Right, because that would explain the mask clues, which we found out was related to her celebrity. Not a spin or not Jim Carrey. Right, not the mask. Right. Right. So Jenna McCarthy, I honestly I truly just don't know how anyone would have guessed that. Unless they, I mean, one of the I'm clues sorry. was like anti vax advocate. <laughs> I don't know who would have who would have ever under any circumstances. No disrespect to Jenna McCarthy, but I don't know a thing about her. Surprisingly, Masked Singer is not a one, not a reality show we have ever watched. I would say not surprisingly. I think that's a, <laughs> that show looks horrible. I mean, if you enjoy that show, I'm glad you can enjoy horrible TV. But that, no, it's not. It's you not that the mean. you can be. It's totally fine to like that show. I love some shows <laughs> that I admit are horrible. 
Mass Singer is a horrible show that I do not enjoy. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I just, it was really, it was a really shocking twist. Even when we thought we knew for sure what was going to happen, a sec- like a second later, we had no clue. So no I would clue. say the people, because of how little they know about them, Chris and Gabriel are working together. Yeah. I think they're strong. I think they're I eventually going to realize too. Gabriel is related to Kel. Could be Keenan. It's not Keenan, though. I don't, I it's don't, Kel. I guess it is. It's 100% Kel. But he, why do you say that? You I mean, s- he looks and acts like Kel. I he's not related to Keenan. Okay. If he is related to Keenan Thompson... We will do. I will let. You, I don't know. We'll figure out something. But it's just he's Kel. Like look at him. I just think the only thing you're going off of is how he looks, which that has not gotten us very far for anybody. And the burger from Good Burger, he said, was his hmm. clue. So my maybe, but I I don't. I just also, I don't know. It, they were talking about Saturday Night Live. Keenan, if Keenan was your brother, you would know every single person who's been on Saturday Night Live because Keenan's been on Saturday Night Live longer than anyone has ever been on Saturday Night Live. That might be true. So okay, so yeah, that's that's where we stand. I think I think Gabriel's clue is gonna get pulled next. Yeah, as long as he doesn't obviously doesn't win. I think yeah, I think Chris right now is in the driver's seat. And honestly, I don't know how anyone's going to guess J.B. Smooth from Monet. I yeah, just don't. I don't know. I don't as think so As long as she doesn't either. have to guess someone she doesn't know, I think Chris and Monet are in powerhouse seats right This now. show is honestly hard. And even Chris said it this episode. He was like, I don't have my phone and I don't have my wife to help me exactly. with this pop culture. So, like, I have to. Like, at this point, everyone's sharing clues with everyone. Right. I mean, they're doing it under the radar. Right. But... Right. It, like they have to try to figure something out right well that shows hard for him because he doesn't have his phone he doesn't have his right wife but this podcast is easy for me because i do have my phone <laughs> and i do have my wife it's a pleasure podcasting with you brooke oh, um i hope i think we've covered all we're going to cover this week i know you're just dying to hear more from us but tune in we might do like a special additional episode for the premiere big brother we don't know but we'll be talking more reality tv coming soon if you want to check in with us with us before the episode our next episode you can find us on social media um at the people's rose on twitter threads and reddit um and or you can just look for us on on any podcast um uh, app that you use and maybe listen to an old episode but again thank you for listening and we hope well you got anything else to say before we go broke are we good I don't think so. okay well we hope <laughs> you're around with us next episode thanks for listening bye bye